morning prayers mean to you? So growing up, Lent was important to me. Um, I didn't necessarily grow up in a household that went to church every Sunday, uh, but I did have my faith formulated through the private Catholic schools that I attended. And so I was in Catholic schools from preschool until ninth grade. And as with any type of schooling or education, as you progress year to year, you learn more and more about the topic. And uh, Lent was just something that I found as, uh, as a tool that really helped me strengthen my bond with Christ uh, and, and really develop who, who I am and understand what, what Christ and his death and resurrection really mean for me and how giving something up, you know, you know I was younger, uh, so like video games or comic books or something like that, and how in the beginning it can be difficult, uh, but as you go through that season, uh, as you go through Lent, it becomes the time that you that you would have spent or that I would have spent playing those video games or reading those comic books or whatever I had chosen to go without during that Lenten season, um, how it gets filled by, you know, that void gets filled by God. God provides, God provides an alternative, whether that be reading a book or learning something new or reading through uh, the Bible. Um, I remember reading my children's Bible multiple times uh, during that time. And so Lent has always been uh, something that's very special to me. And so I'm excited I get to be involved in, in these morning prayers. Great. Great. What about you? Pretty much the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. um, you know, for me, Lent never represented something extremely significant in my life. Yes, I was familiar with it, but I didn't use this season as a time to truly reflect on patterns in my life, my relationship with the Lord, or really anything like that. Like, I'd simply give up something like soda, which... I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. It's like, I'm not going to have candy, you know, um, which seems really flippant, but that's really what my understanding of it was. But I didn't really take the time to really connect that decision, whatever I decided to eliminate with my faith walk as a Christian. And so this year, it's been really neat because I came across this book um, and I've been reading a book called Hearing God in Poetry. 50 Poems for Lent and Easter by Richard Harries. And implementing these daily practice, implementing this daily practice has transformed this time for me and helped me to be more intentional each day. And so during this season, I focused on examining myself and most importantly, my relationship with God. So in reading a poem each day and connecting it to scripture, I've enjoyed recognizing my limited view of God. So if I'm being honest, I've had a tendency to put him in a box. But this season has really been eye-opening for me. So in the introduction of the book, there's this quote that really resonated with me. And it really, it was just really interesting. It's by Austin Fair. And what he wrote was, faith perishes if it is walled in or confined. If it is anywhere, it must be everywhere, like God himself. If God is in your life, he is in all things, for he is God. And so I've read that multiple times and I was like, wow, that seems so simple, but it makes a lot of sense. And so during this season of Lent, we are called to reflect on Christ and to purposefully choose to live in awe and thanksgiving for Jesus every day. And when I choose to strip something from my life, it really brings me closer to and helps me to better understand Christ's sacrifice for me. 
Um, And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that for me, Lent allows me to appreciate the Lord in absolutely every facet of my life from from beginning to end and the seemingly insignificant things in between. It all matters to God and, and really it should matter to me too. Awesome. Good morning, Highland. This is Reggie and Jasmine McCabe-Gossett on the 22nd day of Lent. Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will forever. Amen. We are here in your presence, Almighty God, to set forth your praise, and to hear your holy word, and to ask ourselves on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. To prepare our hearts and minds to worship you, we kneel in silence with penitent and obedient hearts and confess our sins to obtain forgiveness by your infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you this day in thoughts, word, and deed. By what we have done and what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole hearts, We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to all your people pardon and peace, that in your great mercy we may be forgiven all our sins and serve you with a quiet and contrite heart. Amen. You alone, Almighty God, bring order to the unruly wills and affections of sinners. May we love what you command and desire what you promise. We pray so that among the swift and varied changes of this world, our hearts may be fixed where true joy is to be found. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you give you thanks and praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer, for you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let all whom you have redeemed proclaim that you are their salvation, even though some of us wandered in the desert, found no place to dwell, were hungry and thirsty, and our spirits languished. Our feet were placed on a straight path, and we were led to to a place to live. You satisfy the thirsty and fill the hungry with good things. When we cried to you in our trouble, you were delivered from our distress. We give you thanks for your mercy and the wonders you do for your children. Whoever is wise will ponder these things and consider well the mercies of the Lord. We will sing and make melody to you. We will make our hearts to sing. Your loving kindness is greater than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the cloud. Whoever is wise will ponder these things and consider well the mercies of the Lord. We are poor and needy, and our hearts are wounded within us. We fade away like shadows when they lengthen. Others see us and shake their heads. Let everyone know that we are saved by your hand, and we will give great thanks to you. We shall praise you because you stand on the side of the needy. We offer prayers for all those with whom we share the journey, 
those who have been given to us and to whom we have been given, those to whom we have promised our faithfulness and prayers. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. We entrust all who are dear to us to your never-failing love and care for this life and for the life to come, knowing that you will do for them far more than we can desire or pray for. Amen. With all your people on earth, and as our Savior Jesus Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God, creator, redeemer, and giver of life. May the Lord be with us. May the holy angels bring us peace. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ always be with us. Amen.